Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. It is Wednesday. Christmas is just two short days away. Last night, watched Christmas Story with some of the kids. That was fun. Never gets old watching that little boy stick his tongue to the pole or the joy of the Red Rider BB gun. The wild nature of the young kids in the snow, northern Indiana, near the area I grew up. I also saw a trailer for a new Tom Hanks movie. News of the world. Looks awesome. He plays a retired soldier after the Civil War, traveling the West, where he's paid to tell dramatic retellings of the news and current events. You know, he'll go to a little theater in a town in the middle of nowhere, get in front of everybody, and as if he was reading a play, he'll tell the news of the world. Now, along the way, traveling through the wilderness, going from one town to the next, on his wagon, he meets a young girl that he finds out was raised by Indians. She can't speak English when he meets her. She's 10. The party she was with had been attacked. She had ran off into the woods. There's a note with her. He reads it. He discovers that she was being brought back to an aunt and uncle. And he becomes determined to return her to her family. Now, along the way, he meets some unsavory characters that do not want this to happen. An adventure ensues. Now, what I couldn't help but think as I watched this is it's obvious from the way the movie is being set up that Hank's character, Captain Jefferson Kyle Kidd, is about to learn a lot about life from the young savage girl. And that the people who do not want her to return home, the civilized people, are anything but civilized. What is wild? What is civilized? Made me think of a picture of my grandma I have a copy of. Before she passed away, I went around her house with my camera and I wanted to remember it exactly how it was. And I took a picture of every square inch of that house. And one of the things I got a close-up of is when she was a little girl during the Depression. And there she was, just a contented, peaceful look on her face, playing in the dirt. You know, during then, they didn't have money for grass seed, especially in the South. Probably, you know, didn't have the money or the means to keep a yard watered and it was dirt I mean right in front of her house up to the steps of her house and there she was playing in the dirt was she wild was she uncivilized I don't think so my grandma's writing was exquisite her poetry world-class her ability to take care of a home during all times unmatched My grandma was anything 
but uncivilized. Now, she was tough. She had this miraculous ability that no matter when you woke up in the morning, you'd smell breakfast coming down the stairs. I can remember going there during the summers as a boy to visit, to work. And I mean, it didn't matter what time I got up. It could be 4.30 in the morning because I was going to meet my Uncle Luke who was picking me up at 5. And I'd come down those steps and I was tired. And Oh, man, I'd smell it. The bacon, the eggs, the grits, the biscuits. And she had that same happy, peaceful look that she had when she was a little girl playing in the dirt. See, I think it's good to be a little wild. I think you understand life better. I think you understand the consequences. See, when times are tough, when life is wild, you understand the consequences of life. You understand the consequences of not living, of not doing things right, not having your priorities straight. Who did God pick, by the way, to announce the coming of Christ's ministry? Was it a king he picked to announce it? Was it some fancy speaker, some important person, someone in the town square with fine clothes? Thinking of it in terms of our days, was it the news announcer with the veneered teeth and fake hair and makeup? Who was it? It was John the Baptist, the wild one, the one living in the wilderness. As we approach Christmas in our modern homes, in nice cars, everything's air-conditioned. I mean, part of the reason we've had this fear in response to COVID and coronavirus is because most of us are wimps. We want life to be easy. The wilderness is scary. From John chapter 3, verses 1 through 6, this is who announced the coming of Christ. I think there's something to learn from it, that to be a Christian doesn't mean it's, life's going to be easy. The world is supposed to be a wilderness, to see what we're made of to see where we stand, to see what our character is. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, and by the way, one of my favorite trips of all time was when I went with my dad to Israel, and we got to drive through the wilderness of Judea. And let me tell you, it's a wilderness. If you saw someone walking around out there, you'd think they were lost or crazy. And he said, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is come near. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, preparing the way for the Lord. Make straight paths for him. John's clothes. What are your clothes made of? Stop for a second. Feel that shirt. Feel those jeans. How clean they are. How well put together they are. Although for most of us, they were probably made by slave labor in China. But just feel those clothes. Look at the mirror. Now, what were John's clothes made of? John's clothes were made of camel's hair. And he had a leather belt around his waist. His food, what are you eating? What are you all preparing? We're getting ready to go to some relatives today for a Christmas party. The food will be sumptuous. Many plates of many Christmas delicacies. My favorite, 
string bring casserole, let me tell you. But what was John eating? His food was locusts and wild honey. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. That's who God sent, a wild one, living in the wilderness. That's who Tom Hanks finds in this movie, a wild one. She teaches him something about life and love, the dangers of civilization. See, there's a danger of civilization because when all you're concerned about is being comfortable, are you really thinking about God? When all you're thinking about is being safe, when all you're thinking about is staying out of danger, when all you're worried about is some little bug you can't see, are you thinking about God? you got to step out into the wilderness, folks. Well, sometimes that can just mean getting out of your comfort zone. It doesn't literally mean you got to go into the woods naked. Although well, that might not be a bad idea, huh? I always joke to my family when something really good's going to happen. If that happens, I'm running around the house naked. They look at me like I'm crazy, and I probably am. But I think that's a good thing. To be a little wild sometimes, to remind ourselves that life is dangerous, that it's a gift to be here, that God has us here for a purpose. And it's not to just follow the rules and be a good member of society. It's to worship him and to find our purpose and to be willing to spread his good news no matter what the danger is. Are you willing to spread the good news, whatever the danger is? Are you willing to talk about your faith? Are you willing to talk about Christ? Are you willing to enter the wilderness alone, to be against everybody else? Or do you want to play it safe? Do you want to look cool? Do you want to look like everybody else and go, yeah, but I'm a Christian? Are you? Does that mean anything? Is that what we're called to do? What are you wearing? Is it camel's hair and a crudely made leather belt around your waist? Or is it $75 jeans and a $100 shirt, silk underwear, $150 boots? Does that take you further away from God or closer? Now, don't get hung up. I'm not saying get rid of your nice clothes long as they're functional and they last and they're good quality, go for it. As my wife says, buy good quality, it'll last forever. And you'll actually spend less money than you would buying all those cheap clothes. But I digress. Go to the wilderness. Don't be afraid to stand up. Go a little John the Baptist this winter. You know what? It's a good time. If you're like me and there's all this stuff you're sick of, why don't you go a little John the Baptist? Why don't you be willing to take a risk? Why don't you be willing to go into the wilderness to talk to people about why we need God. Reminds me of a story I just read about a friend of mine lives in Jackson, Mississippi. He's not very well off himself. In my church, one might call him a fool for Christ. But he preaches the gospel and he tells people about God. And he told a story once of walking down the street in Jackson and meeting this old black homeless man. And the homeless man came up to him and said, are you okay? You don't look good. And they started talking. And the concern was going from the homeless man to my friend. And he started telling my friend about Christ and if he was saved and the gospel. My friend said, yeah, I am. It's okay. And he goes, well, let me tell you about him anyway. 
And then my friend started asking the homeless man questions. What are you doing here? Is there anything I can do to help you? And he said, no, I'm right where I need to be. I just walk the streets all day telling people around Jesus. I've always got a place to sleep. I've always got food to eat. Made my friend think, who's the crazy one and who's the civilized one? That man probably would have been a saint in the Bible. But to us today, we walk by and look at that homeless, crazy person. Who's the crazy one? Don't be afraid of the wilderness, friends. Maybe that's just where you need to be. Maybe everything going on now is calling us Christians to do just that, to live our faith like John the Baptist, to be brave, to spread the good news, and not worry about what we might have to lose in a worldly way, but what we have to gain in a spiritual, eternal way. And you never know. You might just look good in camel's hair and leather. So until next time, my friends, I want you to aim high. Spread your wings. Sometimes you got to do that by getting low. And keep your eyes on the things that matter. And you know what they are. I don't need to remind you. You just need to do them. Keep your eyes on them. I'm your host, Silouan. Hope you're getting excited about the upcoming Christmas Day. Your tree is beautiful. Your bounty is full. The food is piled high. And when you're fat and happy, don't forget John the Baptist. That's what you got to do next. Spread the word. Spread the word why we celebrate that day. So until tomorrow, Christmas Eve, I'm Silouan. Peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.